Have you ever walked into a room and forgot what you went in there for the first place? How about misplacing something and can't seem to remember where you put it? Memory issues are very common as you age, but that doesn't have to be what you have to deal with. And so we'll be going through some tips on how to improve memory today. This is the Dr. Lam Show, where we're here to talk about integrative medicine and empower you to take control of your health. If you've enjoyed this show and find it useful, please hit the like button and subscribe to the Dr. Lam Show podcast, as well as YouTube channel. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam, and I'm an internal medicine doctor, and I'm also board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. And I spent my medical career working on chronic diseases, as well as prevention. And I believe in what integrative medicine can do for my patients. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, and I'm a family medicine physician, and I've completed the fa- uh, I've completed fellowships in functional and metabolic medicine. I'm passionate about nutrition and lifestyle medicine. So today we're going to talk about ways to improve memory. And sometimes we get confused with memory issues and brain fog, and so we'll be going through just the effective ways to help both of those. As people go grow older, like you said, sometimes you can say that your memory starts to falter. And when you have adrenal fatigue, we, we tend to see that even at earlier and younger age. And people might get that confused with brain fog, which is difficulty focusing and concentrating and just feeling like there's a fog over your mind or your memory. So we'll be sharing some tips for memory management and keeping your mind sharp. And so number one that we really like to actually recommend is practicing yoga, which is really something very simple. And but it starts really with the breath and it keeps you flexible, but it also helps regulate your uh, oxygen uh, needs in a meditative way. And having that flexibility not only helps your body, but can also help your mind. They've done studies in people who did yoga and they found that it was better than even doing mind games and helping prevent memory loss. So you're able to do some yoga, make sure you practice it. And if you're someone who has adrenal fatigue, keep in mind that you can overdo things. And so even some yogas are very hot and intense and with the flow, if you are um, in adrenal exhaustion, you don't want to overdo things. So listen to your body, make sure you're not too exhausted after you do the yoga. And so we have our own adrenal yoga series that starts off very gently and slowly scales you up, building up your core um, to make sure that you don't overdo it with your energy levels. And so this is the first tip that we like to recommend for people to improve their memory. What is something else, Dr. Jeremy? Well, you actually mentioned one thing is actually brain games. And so that's one of my favorite ways to actually keep active for my brain is to do word puzzles or Sudoku. And your brain, uh, you have to think of it as a muscle. And so you've got to keep exercising it often and frequently, and that's going to keep your mind sharp as well. So doing these brain games or just keeping your mind active by writing or doing some other hobbies is going to help train your brain and is going to help with memory management as well. Sometimes it can also be very relaxing. So uh, it can help, you know, instead of just uh, being on the computer all day, you're trying to do something active with your brain. 
And so if you want uh, to have a social component, you know, playing chess with someone or checkers or doing a puzzle together, that will also help with memory uh, improvements. Yeah, excellent advice. And it can also kind of be like meditation, right? Which is another tip to help calm your brain and body down. And so meditation uh, was studied where they scanned a, a bunch of people's brains and they found that the medulla, which is the part of the brain that is in charge of uh, fear, anxiety, actually reduced the um, st stimulation when you meditate it. So when you meditate, you kind of reset your system and your mind into thinking that you are in control. You're gonna get rid of the fear, the anxiety and build up your memory cells by resetting. So meditation is also another way to reset, recalibrate your brain and body in times of helping it to recenter, especially under stress and help your brain recover. So besides some lifestyle measures like yoga and meditating, some great foods can also help optimize your brain as well as help improve memory. And these foods are high in antioxidants as well as being really high in omega-3 fatty acids. And the reason for this is that they're going to help protect neurons inside your brain. And so the neuron sheath is made pretty much out of fat. That's really, uh, uh, and so your neuron sheath is pretty much made out of fat, which is why it's important to increase your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. So Dr. Carey, why don't you tell us about some foods? Yeah, some nice good fats that you can get from foods are like coconut oil, which also has really good antioxidants. Um, things also like avocados have good fat. Uh, blueberries, beets are really good foods that are higher in antioxidants to reduce the inflammation in your brain. And so um, not only is foods important, we have to think about the gut flora, which is the gut is your second brain. And so it's kind of interesting to think that your gut is going to help your memory, but it is very important. The gut-brain access is very important to health, uh, optimal memory. When you have a leaky gut, you're also going to have a leaky brain. Dr. Jeremy, tell us a little more about that. Well, leaky gut happens when your gut lining uh, barrier starts to break down. And so you, your toxins that you ingest are going to leak through the intestinal membrane and go into the bloodstream. And so those toxins can also end up going to the brain and causing more brain fog, difficulty concentrating, and uh, things like that. So it's really important to make sure that your gut is optimized. And to do that, you first have to make sure that you get rid of the toxins that you're ingesting. So trying to eat more clean foods, eating more organic foods, avoiding pesticides, herbicides, you know, drinking out of glass instead of plastic water, I mean, plastic bottles. All those are going to decrease the amount of toxins that go through your gut and ultimately to your brain. Yeah, fixing leaky gut is very important. And we have a bunch of other gut podcasts if you guys are interested in going back and listening to those in order to help um, with the 5R program in helping, helping your gut out. So you can tell that memory issues really isn't as simple as needing to write things down or, or just getting on with your life and dealing with it. Every circuit and organ in your body is connected and making a major change in one of them can have unexpected effects. 
So if you're still struggling with memory, even though you've fixed your gut, you're um, getting your hormones balanced, and you don't know what to do with a brain fog, give our team a uh, call at our office, 714-709-8000 for a free initial phone call, and we can give you specialized information on how to help you with these memory issues. So uh, Dr. Jeremy, what are some other ways that we can look at these health problems and cognitive health in helping to balance the, the brain? Well, one of the great ways to boost cognitive health is to look at your hormones. Especially during menopause, you can have varying amounts of estrogen and that affects your brain health. According to experts, you know, a considerable drop in estrogen levels can lead to cognitive issues. So scientists are investigating if menopause can be a risk factor for developing cognitive problems. They're also trying to find the link between hormone levels and cognitive health. And so one study actually suggested that late menopause delayed the decline of verbal memory. And so we're going to be talking about some natural methods that's going to help your body deal with the hormone imbalance in menopause and then help with cognitive health. And so Dr. Carey, what are some natural methods uh, that we can help with cognitive decline in menopause? So in menopause, you really have to look at the estrogen to progesterone ratio. Uh, back in the day, a lot of women uh, were a lot skinnier. And so their hormones, their estrogen uh, were not produced as much by fat cells. And so they were not as estrogen dominant as we would call it. And so even though menopause is a drop in estrogen, uh, the absolute value of estrogen might drop, these women nowadays, when they go through menopause, might still be estrogen dominant in comparison to progesterone because fat cells produce estrogen, not only being the weight in the fat cells, but also a lot of the products that we use that have xenoestrogens make us more estrogen dominant. So that's like laundry detergents, cosmetics, um, pesticides in the foods that we eat. And so being estrogen dominant can really throw your estrogen to progesterone ratio off. And so different women have different types of bodies. Some women you hear breeze through menopause while others have a really hard time. But um, it's the, the menopause symptoms can also include the memory issues that come with it, which comes from the estrogen to progesterone ratio being off. So in order to help with that, you have to truly um, go organic, get rid of pesticides, reduce any um, household cleaners that are not uh, clean, uh, household cleaners that are not um, full of chemicals in them, and make sure you what you eat has a direct imp impact on your hormones. And so reducing any pesticide content in the foods that you eat, getting rid of processed foods, unhealthy fats, refined carbs, as those can also increase your estrogen levels, leading to more um, inflammation in your body and therefore also inflaming your, your brain. And it's uh, interesting that you noted that, you know, uh, that different people can have different reactions throughout menopause. And one very common complaint is hot flashes, but it can also happen if you're skinny or it can happen if you're overweight. And so it's more of not just estrogen dominant symptoms, but actually vasomotor instability, which can be from a lot of estrogen or very little estrogen as well. 
And so hot flashes can be from either side. And so it's not necessarily just because you're having the hot flashes that it's an automatic response to be put on hormone replacement, because sometimes it works and sometimes they don't. And so it needs to be adjusted properly, as well as also personalized to your symptoms, as well as your body type. So we often don't take a one size fits all approach because everybody is different. And so it's very important to take a personalized approach to uh, your hormones. That's great. So talked about balancing the hormones. And another thing to really balance um, in the neuroaffect circuit is to make sure that you get good restorative sleep. And sleep can really affect your brain and your circadian rhythm. And it's a, one of the most frequently complained um, that we hear in adrenal fatigue. When your body is under stress, it's unable to fall asleep, or you can wake up in the middle of the night um, with sleep mediated insomnia. So both are problematic and they reflect a front part of the neural end of the neuroendometabolic stress response that is imbalanced. So many people try to fall asleep, but then when they wake up, they're still tired. And that can be cortisol driven, or it could be a neurotransmitter imbalance, metabolic imbalance with unstable blood sugars. There's so many different factors. And unless you get to the root cause of it, and you just uh, maybe take some sleep aids and enforce the sleep not really getting to the underlying cause, it could actually backfire on you um, and make the sleep worse. So sleep deprivation and can also lead to hormone and, and blood sugar imbalances. And therefore, um, I'm sure you guys have have felt the inadequate sleep can actually make your judgment uh, reduce. I know I've heard some stories of uh, mothers who new mothers who have newborns who have inadequate sleep do some ridiculous things like uh, forgetting to put on clothes or um, mixing up their coffee for breast milk because they have the inadequate sleep kind of impairing their judgment and their memory and and their mood. And so it's very important to really get good restorative sleep. So we've talked a lot about different ways to help with improving memory, and we hope this helps you understand what may be going on in your body. Memory issues can often be ignored by conventional medicine, and that leads to long-term debilitation as well as poor health. Just remember that it's your body and you're the best judge of whether it's healthy or not. So if you think that something is wrong, don't stop searching until you get the help and the guidance you need. Thank you for being with us today on the Dr. Lam Show. Uh, we hope that you found this information helpful. And if you did, please subscribe to this channel so that we can continue bringing you more great content. Remember that we're here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lam Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic.
This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.